0: you're listening to steel
1: city music now, you're listening to steel city music and i'm your host jamie gunner smith doing the older pre-recorded zoom chat uh and, and it's a necessity it's not like i can find this cat easily uh around internationally around the world right now it's like i can't say hey Tennyson, come in let's go to the studio let's have a chat no 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 we're talking to an international touring guy this is what he does for a living and he looks like he's very comfortable on on Zoom right now in his home. Uh, Tennyson King, thank uh, thanks for coming on Steel City Music.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure.
1: Uh, Gossipalooza is coming up, buddy. You're going to be coming in the old uh, Southern Ontario market uh, between six, Was it September 16th to the 18th?
0: Yeah, September 16th to 18th, exactly.
1: Yeah. What do you know when you're going to be on stage?
0: Yeah, I'm going to be playing on the Sunday, the 18th. At five PM on like the, five. okay, yeah, on the singer songwriter stage.
1: Oh, perfecto. Well, I guess that would yeah. totally make sense to have you on that. After listening to your music, I, I fell right into the groove of Tennyson King. Listening to uh, your songs, it was a, uh, it was nice. It was good. It had a nice earthy, rootsy feel to it. Uh, there was like there's a little bit of a uh, rock tinge, pop in certain elements, mm. but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then uh, I started falling down the whole. Uh, music thing when I was listening to you because I started clicking on all these different links and I was like going okay well wait a minute where exactly is he from is this is this guy a a bc native or is he is he he, does he have a a chinese citizenship because uh from what I'm reading you're zipping all over the globe and I'm thinking how does how does one get a chance to go play in china I don't know how to yeah you know
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I am uh, I have Hong Kong citizenship, so okay. I was, I, was, I was born there, right. And then I came to Canada and actually grew up in Mississauga um, for the good portion of my life. And actually, I lived in Hamilton too for five years. I, I'm
1: so sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, uh, Hamilton's a great city. I lived there when I went to McMaster, right? Because I went to university there. Um, actually, the the same time as. Uh, Max and the dudes from Arkells went there so I was um, sure um, at school but yeah so Hamilton's a cool city
1: yeah. okay but yeah, yeah so that's why
0: that's how I got I go to Hong Kong and China to tour as well because that's that's my home. I, 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 well.
1: I think it's great that i read that that i was reading that because and the fact that you just said that you actually spent five years here it just makes me laugh even harder the fact that you're trying to be nice about it it's like <laughs> yeah you know hey man don't don't knock it uh i've been everywhere on the planet and hamilton's not that bad i'm still not buying it i live here so there you go <laughs> all right fair enough <laughs> hey so how does like reading reading up on you um how does it, how does it work with you? Because you, if you said this, you went to school here for five years, were you into music then? Or was this just something that has always been in the background and, you, cause you went to school, you lived here for five years. So I'm thinking, okay, so you went to school, yeah. you went for something.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I was there for something. I wasn't there for music though. I was actually there uh, for communication. Right. And yeah, I, music was always a dream in my mind that I wanted to do since I was young. But I didn't really actualize it till it was after university, a few years after, doing, and after traveling a bit. And just I started thinking about what I wanted to do with my life. And music right. was that thing that was always sitting in my mind. So I figured I would just give it a try. And fast forward seven years later, I'm still
1: trying it. How did how did the uh, how did you get up the guts to get up on stage then? Because as you just said, hey, it's always been there. I always wanted to do it. What what, what point was it like? All right, there's an open mic. Was it an open mic? Was did someone invite you on a show after hearing you somewhere?
0: Yeah, I mean, the first I I was playing when I was in high school. So, but okay. just in fun battle the bands, nothing serious. So I always did play music. It just never <laughs> took it seriously. It was just kind of a fun hobby. To do with friends, and I, I think the first time I played was in high school at a battle of the bands, um, and it didn't go well at all. But they never do. Good, they never the do. Like,
1: like you, like your story is going to be oh so different. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I did, and then in university, I did a couple of open mics here and there um, at McMaster University. Again, nothing crazy, just once in a yeah. while in a blue moon, uh, and then. Yeah, and then after all that, I decided to just start playing and started a band with some friends in in actually. And we just started playing random shows, and which also didn't go well at all, until finally it started going well.
1: Yeah, until finally <laughs> something hit, right? Yeah now, yeah. now, what made you go off and do the solo thing from the band thing?
0: You know what? I just really, I love traveling, and I realized after touring with different band outfits that it was it was going to be hard to get bands of four to six people to commit to touring yeah. for like a month or two months or, or even taking music seriously full-time. It, just right. to get six people or five people or four on the exact same page is it's tough. I think that's the hardest thing about a band is just meeting the right people. Like everything needs to align. And yeah. I just didn't meet the right people that had the same alignment for that time period of my life so I thought that if I needed to I wanted to do this full-time and travel and do what I want with it I need to do it on my own at least to start
1: to start and you've been doing it now for seven years by yourself like Uh, just you yeah
0: yeah on my I've only been doing this solo singer songwriter thing for about five years now and then but now I do play with bands and different outfits like I hire. My bandmates to come out to play certain festivals and shows with me, right. but I am predominantly solo for most part.
1: That's where the money is, baby. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> yeah. I was. When I learned that at a young age, meeting other people. there's was just like if I, if I can make money just my my guitars and, and a car, and that's the end of it. Then you know you own your own house, and that's the yeah. end of it. You're, you're not fighting with people over per diems or anything else exactly. or totally. who sleeps or who sleeps on the bench in, in, in the yeah. van. So that, that's yeah. pretty good on you, man. Yeah. So do, doing some of the readings of some of the places that you've been around, uh, around the world, you know, taking the bullet train. See, I, for me, it's just like, I've done some traveling myself and I, and I, I like what you say just like, Oh man, you know, I, I love the travel and try to have people in the same mindset but um there's also that other side of me which is like i'm excited to read that yeah you took the bullet train through china and you, you got to play over there and even as far as tasmania and you're and your you know uh but there's also this other side of me where i'm like what if a great white shark attacks me while i'm down in australia like what if like and and and, on, and no seriously like if you're playing all those places and i know this, this is so stupid and i'm hijacking the interview but I gotta ask you: Are you? Not, there's so many spiders and snakes down down towards Australia, and yeah. Tasmania, and those in New Zealand, all those places. And it's like, and all I'm thinking is, is like, if I gotta wake up every day and look into my guitar case or whatever, or flip my boots to make sure there's nothing in there, or constantly, I, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could get up on stage and perform. i I'll, t- I'll tell you I'll tell you something. Uh, when I'm
0: actually out touring in Australia and on that oceanic side of the world, I actually purposefully on my days off go scuba diving with sharks. Um, <laughs> that's kind of a bit of a hobby of mine. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like that danger. I think it you know, gives me something to write about.
1: You're like one of those vloggers now. Now you're not even a musician. Now you're just a vlogger to me. <laughs> Some insane vlogger. <laughs> but no I,
0: it's it's great like there, it's yeah i mean it, i think it's just all part of the venture and i love having experiences and trying different things and it's but, not i mean australia there's not it's not as crazy as i think people think it is there's not like spiders just walking around everywhere yeah i'm <laughs> not according
1: to tiktok i'm sorry sir yeah. not according to tiktok <laughs> If you're just tuning in to Steel City Music, I'm your host Jamie Gunner Smith. My special guest right now is Tennyson King. We're chatting about touring and being a singer songwriter, and, and we're going to get to his music. I swear to God, once I get get past this anxiety <laughs> attack I'm having right now about uh, traveling to Australia, um, talk to talk to us about the music that uh, that that you that you're writing. Uh, you, you've been doing this for five years, and of course, you said you had the band thing. Mm-hmm. But where, but where does it start for you for writing uh, your style of music? Because it, there's some descriptions that there's like a little psychedelic thing there. To me, I thought you were like straight up hippydom for a bit there on some of the songs. I'm like going, that's why I said the Kelowna thing. I'm like going, okay, this guy's doing a lot of Western Canada dates. Like, is he? Yeah. he is he is is that his vibe? Because I know you're not, uh, you know, DOA style punk that comes out of like the old punk style of VC, <laughs> but. Where, where does it start the, for the writing for you? Because is it just the experiences from traveling, or is it from reading? Like, Where are you getting all your inspiration from?
0: Yeah, I mean, when I first kind of parted ways with the band, I was already fully writing my own stuff while I was writing with the band. I used to yeah. play in a, a hip hop band, and like a jazz band, and rock country band and stuff. Uh, but while I was doing that, I was writing my own stuff. And it first started with just, you know, personal experiences writing about my past. It was really a, a type of therapy for me at first. Sure. Just dealing with past traumas and, and using writing and music to help with that. So I first started with that and it just felt great to write that out and actually sing it out loud and perform it. And from there, that those songs launched me into being able to tour and perform more. And then my writing became a lot more about my passion for experiencing cultures and community and traveling. So, my my last record that I just recorded, "Good Company," was heavily written within the past three years of me touring and traveling in China, Southeast Asia, Australia, right. and Canada, and gathering all those experiences and how I've been, you know, reflecting on how I've been understanding and seeing the world and how other people have been seeing me as well. So. Recently that's been the major inspiration for
1: that. Uh the last three years, so you you, you gained the inspiration for that album. So how does it work for you for writing then? Is it uh it, when you're on the road, you're like, okay, I have an idea for a song, that sort of thing. And then you wait till you get home to to collaborate with others or to go into a studio, or do you DIY it when you get home? Or are you doing everything on the road producing it?
0: Yeah, I put on the road, I'm not the best at writing bold stuff on the road. I'm trying to get better, but I'm great at making voice memo clips. So I've got like thousands of voice memo clips on my phone. And I always, once I get an idea, either a lyric, a melody, or a guitar progression or something, I'll just record it quickly. And then when I'm not touring, I'll dedicate, you know, like a month or however long I can, to just Uh going through everything and then turning them into, into songs. So COVID was actually great for that because I'm, I'm i'm i obsessively love touring and traveling so it's actually hard sometimes for me to say okay i'm going to sit down in this place for two months and just make a record but covid really forced me to do that and i stayed in toronto and i just was able to work i was working with ross hayes the Trullo based out of toronto a producer and just kind of Hide down all the songs and figure it all out and then record it. So that, that is generally how I do songwriting
1: and recording. Is that person your gatekeeper? Or is that the same producer you work on all the time? Or is there like someone aside that's a producer where you, you bounce something off and go, is this, is this any good? What do you think?
0: I don't have a, one consistent person. I probably have a couple of good, like a handful of musician friends and colleagues, if you will, that I'll send ideas to and get their thoughts. But I so far I've worked with a different producer for every, for the three different records I've put out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a lot of it is, yeah, I kind of start that process first and then I bring it to the producer and then get their thought and then probably do some rearranging with them as well.
1: What are we doing for 2023? What are your thoughts yeah, well, I'm
0: actually, I'm planning to go back to Australia in a few months, actually, for a tour again. Of
1: course you are. You're going well, to hand feed great white sharks from your mouth. Of course you are. Yeah. I love that image of that. <laughs> Kisses.
0: Yeah. Okay. That'd be a wicked right? album cover. Just, <laughs> kind of like a Jaws vibe underwater.
1: Yeah. More All things right. for you to scare me with. Thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah no I'm gonna go back and do some touring and uh and just get a break from winter here and and I'll be also doing some writing out there as well so yeah going out there and then coming back in 2023 to work on the next record and do some more Canada performances and hopefully more international shows too but I'm still you know still kind of waiting to see what different restrictions like just
1: well, well, yeah, because we when, we don't know if there's going to be Deathcron 54,000 version of something coming out. But yeah, exactly. you know, uh, and, you know, we, we have no idea if uh, if Putin's going to try to invade all of Europe. We have no idea, you know. Yeah, but you know, so taking know? it day by day, that's all you can really do right now. That's a great little line. Maybe that should be your next yeah. uh, album title, taking the, instead of the stupid Great White Shark kissing people. Whatever. <laughs> <one hour. laughs> that was your hey, idea. I <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, but, laughs> said it was a great album cover, though, because <laughs> I'm such a chicken. Hey, uh, how do we find you, uh, find out more about you, sir? Where do we go online?
0: Yeah, you can. Uh, my website's always great, com, or Instagram. I'm always posting stuff on there at kennisonking. I've even started doing a lot of TikTok stuff and recently had an actually hilarious. Uh, video of me playing uh, this guitar, this moose. So I was, I was at the show in uh, Hope, BC, playing okay. this outdoor festival. And this dude came oh, yeah. up to me after and had a a guitar made out of a moose antler. It was so epic, man. And he's like, can you can you play this? Just rock out on it a bit after the show. So I was just playing it. And we got a little video clip and I posted it on TikTok and that kind of went mini viral or I don't know normal viral. I don't know oh. what the what the things are these days. But yeah, so I'm, on, I'm trying to do TikTok stuff too now and, and you know, on Facebook, Tennyson King. Yeah.
1: I thought, no, that's a great story, by the way. I'm, and I'm, I'm totally finding that video. I'm going to put it in, uh, put it on my website. Yeah. yeah I thought it. for a second there, there was going to be that uncomfortable moment when the person says, oh, it's okay if I get up and jam with this. It's like, oh. uh, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> oh yeah, he was quite cool.
0: He had all these instruments made out of uh, taxidermy Stuff. he had a banjo that was made out of a smaller antler and the other moose antler was a bass guitar so we had one
1: was the oh. electric guitar one with the soul how oh, nice cool. yeah it's a it's a gateway to becoming a serial killer I'm sure of <laughs> it and you and you encouraged it and you want to play with them that's awesome take them to Australia yeah. with them feed them to the shark buddy. <laughs> hey man thanks for the interview
0: yeah thanks so much I appreciate it Jamie hey this is tennyson King and you're listening to steel city music it is
1: Steel City Music.